Hello, and welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves FM. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope and the host of Planet Waves FM. Thanks for joining me. This is the first edition in the new series of StarCast podcasts, which I will be distributing, I guess, exclusively on Substack to my paying subscribers. And the idea of this podcast is just a short form uh, kind of look ahead at the astrology that is in the immediate vicinity. So let's do that. And uh, let's see if I still remember how to how to do this one. All right. So uh, currently I'm recording on the evening of November 20th in New York City. Just for reference, Cancer is rising, first degree. Cancer rising. The moon is in Libra and the sun is in late Scorpio and it is exactly trine Jupiter. Like exactly. Uh, the sun's at 28 degrees and 37 minutes. Jupiter is at 28 degrees and 49 minutes. Jupiter is uh, currently stationary direct, about to about to station direct. And one of the uh, exciting things about this week is that the sun enters Sagittarius. Um, however, uh, it's not there yet. It's a very late, not quite void, of course. It will, it will be after it completes the trine to Jupiter. But Mercury and Venus are running vanguard of the sun. And we are in a very close Mercury-Venus conjunction uh, in the early degrees, uh, five, five and change of, of Sag. And there's almost nothing bad you can say about a Venus-Mercury conjunction in early Sagittarius, I guess, if you're a dark kind of a person, or maybe you don't like Sagittarians that much. Uh, you could say something, but this um, this is just, um, you know, it's, it's a kind of a glowing and warm and uh, spiritually centered aspect. And what I like about this chart, just from a kind of a spectator philosopher uh, standpoint, is we've got this conjunction going on in Sag, which is, uh, as as Jim Morrison said, the most philosophical of all the signs. <laughs> After which he, the, the, the poster child for Sagittarius, Jim Morrison, after which he went on to say, the girls all cheered. I'm a Sagittarius. Sagittarius is the most philosophical sign. The girls in the audience cheered. And then he said, but I think astrology is a bunch of bullshit. And I keep sampling that and I, I haven't uh, haven't played it yet. But uh, we have spiritual, philosophical Sagittarius, Venus, the goddess of love and desire and good things, conjunct Mercury. Uh, in the communication, um, messages, state of mind, and all that conjunct conjunct Venus. So this is a a, a feel-good moment from that sense. But what I like about it is we've got this fiery conjunction of the inner planets going on. And then there's this beautiful trine coming from the water signs, which is reminding us to um, remember that ideas uh, in to the human psyche uh, are are best presented with feeling and uh, that that for many people is a measure of their sincerity it's not just that something 
might hold up logically or philosophically, but also uh, that it it resonates. Now, as um, as uh, I say this, we are in well, we're um, now about a day and a half past the exact retrograde square of Mars and Neptune. I have uh, probably written ten articles about this. I'm pushing one of my uh, personal records for how many articles I've written about one aspect, the whole Mars retrograde process, which when you really go end to end spans from uh, mid-August out through late March of 2023. Um, This is the highlight of the retrograde process. And so um, that squeeze that that Mars square Neptune is a squeeze and it's it's been stressful for some people and perhaps a bit inspirational for others and um, maybe uh, encouraging some daredevil type of of, of things for others Uh, but the retrograde square is now separating and uh, Mars is going to continue to move retrograde till around January 12th when it'll station direct and then stays put for a while due to the relative movement of the Earth and Mars, then it very slowly uh, appears to start moving in direct motion again, and we'll make a third square to, uh, to Neptune. The first one was on October, the second one was yesterday, Saturday, the 19th, the third one I think is around the, um, well, I won't say, but it's in it's in mid March. Um, I, I don't feel like casting that chart at the moment, so it's and it's not relevant right now. But the thing to remember is that that's the uh, that's the kind of moment when it all catches up with us. That anything we weren't paying attention to now, anything that dropped below the level of awareness or that uh, was was not uh, fully taken on board, is um, likely to resurface. Uh, during the extraordinarily extraordinary month of March 2023, when Saturn changes signs, Saturn enters Pisces finally, um, and then um, Pluto enters Aquarius, and Mars, after its long seven-month stay in Gemini, enters Cancer, crosses the Aries point, um, in. Uh, so this is uh, all leading up to a very exciting month of March. But keeping our focus on right now, um, the uh, highlights of the week include the sun entering Sagittarius. That takes place November 22nd. That would be Tuesday uh, at 3.20 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I always give the time in Eastern Standard since there are so many time zones where my listeners are. So I'll just use New York time as a reference. Again, 3-20-20 on 11-22-22. A lot of repeating numbers there. And, uh, and that's when the sun enters the fire sign, mutable fire sign, the only mutable fire sign, Sagittarius, and, uh, and we embark on one of the very exciting times of year as the sun aligns with two different deep space points, which creates a powerful effect in consciousness as far as I'm concerned, as far as I can observe it. And, uh, and that, that effect is the extreme concentration of experience and the sense of acceleration as, uh, as the sun forms a conjunction to the great attractor. That is this uh, central thing 
uh, in our, uh, let's say, in our neighborhood of the universe, 100,000 galaxies, including our own and all the nearby ones and the in the Virgo group and so forth, and the local group, if different names for these things, are all basically propelled by something toward a point in mid-Sagittarius uh, at about a million miles an hour. So for those who object that uh, it can't be possible that we are orbiting uh, or the sun at some vast rate and the planet is rotating at 1,000 miles an hour, well, we're also moving at a million miles an hour toward this point in Sagittarius, this distinctly Sagittarian point. And Sag gets my vote for the sign that is the most like uh, the descriptions of it uh, in, in the astrology books. And remember that when all the, these descriptions were being come up with, no one had any concept of the galactic center except maybe the Mayans. No one certainly had any concept of the Great Attractor, also known as Laniakea. Uh, and for those who are curious about the Great Attractor, Laniakea, if you go to the front of Planet Waves FM, planetwaves.fm, you'll see my interview with Brent Tully of the University of Hawaii, who was the professor and astrophysicist who led the team that, uh, that figured out how and why 100,000 galaxies are rushing toward this um, thing, this anomalous gravitational thingy uh, in, in mid-Sagittarius, far away, measured in megaparsecs. It's not even really measured in light years, but I think it's something like 250 million of them or something. But anyway, that that's all in, in this conversation. There's a great video there. Then a few days later, a bit before the uh, winter solstice here up, up in the north, summer solstice down in the south, uh, the um, the sun aligns with the core of the Milky Way galaxy. Um, the, the galactic core being one of my favorite features in the in the universe. It's uh, kind of like what I think of as the you know the capital of forever. Uh, as far as we are located, it sure would be fun to uh, go and visit and uh, see uh, what what it's like to uh, to witness the night sky lit up by stars so bright. Uh, that it would be uh, indistinguishable from daytime. And from what I've heard from astronomers, not that I know personally, but uh, that, I, that I've seen in documentaries, you don't actually have to go all the way up to the core uh, for the night sky to be so brightly illuminated by stars uh, that it's light out all the time. Uh, because this, we're, di we're distant from the core, and so the stars are pretty spread out. But as you approach the core... And I'm sure even approach the one of the concentration points on the galactic arms, uh, the uh, the night sky gets quite bright. Okay, so that's a slight sidetrack, but we're in, we're about to, well, Venus and Mercury have entered. We're about to, uh, the, the rest of us, uh, about to enter the uh, this uh, Sagittarius time of year. Um, and one last thing to mention, um, which is that there is a new moon uh, on the 23rd, that is Wednesday, at 5.57.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this is a conjunction of the sun and the moon in degree two of Sagittarius. So on the second day of Sagittarius's transit, excuse me, the sun's transit across Sagittarius um, is uh, this uh, just beautiful uh, sun-moon conjunction with Venus and Mercury still 
well within one degree of orb. So this uh, Venus-Mercury conjunction lasts a while. You know, it's lasting for um, for days. I'm some, somewhere in the midst of this, it, it is um, it is exact. All right, uh, that's what I've got to say to you tonight. Thank you for being a paying subscriber to my Substack feed. The funds that you give go straight to the nonprofit Chiron Return Incorporated, which sponsors the uh, Chiron Research Group, as well as Planet Waves FM and the Chronology Project, COVID-19 News, the Document Repository, and other wonderful, useful things. So again, thank you. Signing off from a cool evening in Kingston, New York, about to resume work on the Inner Space Annual Readings. I've got two of them almost done. Actually, that's pretty good for this time of year. And two of them started, and I haven't decided whether I'm going to um, do the bulk of the work on Aries or on Taurus. I'll probably pick the one that's a little bit shorter, that I have fewer words and work on that one. And uh, looking forward to getting that into your hands in late December. All right, once again, thank you for listening, for supporting our work, for your business, for your trust. You know where to find me, EFC at planetwaves.net. Bless and bye for now.